0: Galnet News Digest, twelfth of January, thirty-three oh seven. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, it'll all be over by Tharg's Day.
1: Decal delight for podpart pickers. Marlinists, Lakon, elections, and retribution.
0: It'll all be over by Tharg's Day. After being effectively eliminated from the Cossack Nebula last week, Thargoids are doing a better job clinging onto their toehold in the Witcher Nebula. But even there, it seems that they may soon be on the way out. Having been eliminated from Shenvei and Evangelis, and with no anti-Xeno conflict zones left, those systems will be declared officially Thargoid-free on Thursday. There's a good chance that Lembas and Wellington will follow suit, leaving just Haki and Honoros that may not be cleared of Thargoids in time for this week's update. However, with a bit of a final push, it's perfectly possible that the Thargoids will be gone, the station rescues which are still currently required in all six systems will come to an end, and the repair of the six damaged stations in the Witch Nebula can commence. Was this a one-off attack by the Thargoids? Will the resounding and decisive way they've been sent packing mean humanity is left in uncontested charge of the galaxy? If so, then how soon can we get permission to enter the Call 70 sector and take the fight to the Thargoid homelands?
1: Decal Delight for Podpart Pickers The Request Last Week for research materials for the Holloway Bioscience Unit has seen a slow but steady response, with around 300 commanders delivering more than a fifth of the material requested. The Institute seemed to have expected a slow early response and believes that this much material should be sufficient for it to set up four wildlife areas near Colonia for visitors interested in seeing the inhabitants of Lagrange clouds, the fabled notable stellar phenomena, without having to travel too far from Colonia, which is already quite far unless you sensibly hitch your ride on a Fleet Carrier. The remaining 8 percent of the requested material, if delivered, would allow one more wildlife refuge to be established. There are believed to be a number of Fleet Carriers out in the pod fields, acting as factory processors for anything the smaller ships can collect. When they start arriving in Colonia on Wednesday, we'll see if that massive last tier of achievement can be fulfilled. As an added bonus, commanders finishing in the top 75% of contributors, which probably means they collected more than about 70 pod parts, will be awarded a Galactic Wildlife Fund sticker to wear on their ship. It is rumoured that the decal will bear a mysterious poem, which some say will lead them to the location of Raxler. It allegedly goes like this. Podpart pickers picked a peck of perfect podparts. A peck of perfect podparts, podpart pickers picked. If podpart pickers picked a peck of perfect podparts, where's the peck of perfect podparts, podpart pickers picked? The Holloway Bioscience Institute in Colonia. That's where.
0: And we'd just like to say that the Holloway Bioscience Institute has issued a statement denying any knowledge of the whereabouts of Raxler. <music> Blake on. Elections and Retribution. In other news this week, Marlinists are reported to be getting impatient that the housing and new settlements in the Hyades sector they were promised on the 21st of December is still not ready for them to move into. Galactic regulators are said to be scrutinising Core Dynamics' takeover of Lakeland Spaceways with a fine-tooth comb looking for irregularities. Lacon Spaceways has made it clear that despite the takeover, none of its existing lines of ships will be withdrawn from sale. With the Alliance prime ministerial election due on the 25th of February, Prime Minister Mahon has been criticised for his expansionist approach that may have provoked the recent Thargoid attacks, and anti-Thargoid agency Aegis has voiced its support for a galactic summit to get the Empire
1: Federation Alliance and independent systems working together again. In Odyssey news, the Pilots' Federation has confirmed that the brief blackout that affects commanders as they get into their SRV will also affect them in the same way as they prepare to descend the exit ramp to walk about on planets. Mag boots will be used while walking around outposts that have no centrifuge to induce a gravity-like effect. The Pilots' Federation is unable at this time to comment on whether those mag boots will allow commanders to walk on walls.
0: The Buckyball Racing Club Sidewinder-Fuel Finder time trial is underway, with Commander Goose Frabat in the lead with a time of 37 minutes and 18 seconds from Kailano to Fuelum, demonstrating that not having a fuel scoop doesn't mean you can't bring a Sidewinder from the Pleiades back to the bubble. And Commander Overlight has beaten the all time best time for the Hutton run, jumping into Alpha Centauri, flying all the way to Proxima Centauri and docking at Hutton Orbital with a time of 1 hour 22 minutes and 26 seconds, 5 seconds better than the previous record.
1: All Nicolonia engineers have now learned how to make all their modifications to grade 5, meaning that. Operation La Forge and Operation Montgomery Scott Work is at an end, and the Colonia Engineers offer six exclusive blueprints that are available nowhere else. Finally, Scribbling Senator Drew Wagar has announced that his new live streamed documentary, Elite Retribution, will be starting at 8pm on the evening of the 14th of January. He plans to follow events as new pilot Sasia Bianchi seeks retribution for the apparently meaningless murder of members of her family. Commanders using the PC flight control system are invited to join the Drew Wagar group and participate in Sasia's search for justice. And that's this week's Galnet
0: News. Galnet News, we read the news, so you don't have to.